These are the daily Bible readings for July 12th, or day 193. The prayer of St. Thomas Aquinas before study. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O infinite Creator, who in the riches of thy wisdom didst appoint three hierarchies of angels, and didst set them in wondrous order over the highest heavens, and who didst apportion the elements of the world most wisely, do thou, who art in truth, the fountain and light of wisdom, deign to shed upon the darkness of my understanding the rays of thine infinite brightness, and remove far from me the twofold darkness in which I was born, namely sin and ignorance. Do thou, who givest speech to the tongues of little children, instruct my tongue and pour into my lips the grace of thy benediction. Give me keenness of apprehension, capacity for remembering, method and ease in learning, insight and interpretation, and copious eloquence in speech. Instruct my beginning, direct my progress, and set thy seal upon the finished work. Thou who art true God and true man, who livest and reignest, world without end. Amen. Second Paralipomenon, otherwise called Second Chronicles, chapters 35 and 36. And Josias kept a fasse to the Lord in Jerusalem, and it was sacrificed on the fourteenth day of the first month. And he set the priests in their offices and exhorted them to minister in the house of the Lord. And he spoke to the Levites, by whose instruction all Israel was sanctified to the Lord, saying, Put the ark in the sanctuary of the temple, which Solomon the son of David, king of Israel, built. For you shall carry it no more, but minister now to the Lord your God and to his people, Israel. And prepare yourselves by your houses and families, according to your courses, as David the king of Israel commanded, and Solomon his son hath written. And serve ye in the sanctuary by the families and companies of Levi. And being sanctified, kill the fasse, and be and prepare your brethren, that they may do accordingly to the words which the Lord spoke by the hand of Moses. And Josias gave to all the people that were found there in the solemnity of the in the solemnity of the fasse, of lambs and of kids of the flock, and of other small cattle thirty thousand, and of oxen three thousand, and all these were of the king's substance. And his princes willingly offered what they had vowed, both to the people and to the priests and the Levites. Moreover, Helkias and Zechariah and Yahiel, rulers of the house of the Lord, gave to the priests to keep the fasse 2,600 small cattle and 300 oxen. And Chenias and Semias and Nathaniel his brethren, and Hasabias and Yahiel and Yozabad, princes of the Levites, gave to the rest of the Levites to celebrate the fasse 5,000 small cattle and 500 oxen. And the ministry was prepared, and the priests stood in the office in their office. The Levites also in their companies, according to the king's commandment. And the fasse was immolated, and the priests sprinkled the blood with their hand. And the Levites flayed the holocausts, and they separated them to give them by the houses and families of everyone, and to be offered to the Lord, as it is written in the book of Moses. And with the oxen they did in like manner. And they roasted the fasse with fire, according to that which is written in the law. 
but the victims of peace offerings they boiled in cauldrons and kettles and pots, and they distributed them speedily among all the people. And afterwards they made ready for themselves and for the priests, for the priests were busied in offering of the holocausts and the fat until night. Wherefore the Levites prepared for themselves and for the priests the sons of Aaron last. And the singers, the sons of Asaph, stood in their order according to the commandment of David and Asfa, and Haman and Eduthan the prophets of the king. And the porters kept guard at every gate, so as not to depart one moment from their service. And therefore their brethren the Levites prepared meats for them. So all the service of the Lord was duly accomplished that day, both in keeping the fasse according to the holocausts upon the and offering the holocausts upon the altar of the Lord, according to the commandment of King Josias. And the children of Israel that were found there kept the fasse at that time, and the feast of unleavened bread was seven days. And there was no fasse like this, like to this in Israel from the days of Samuel the prophet. Neither did any of the kings of Israel keep such a fasse as Josias kept with the priests and the Levites and all Judah and Israel that were found and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. In the eighteenth year of the reign of Josias was this fasse celebrated. After that, Josias had repaired the temple. Nachau, king of Egypt, came up to fight in Sharkamis by the Euphrates, and Josias went out to meet him. But he sent messengers to him, saying, what have I to do with thee, O king of Judah? I come not against thee this day, but I fight against another house to which God hath commanded me to go in haste. Forbear to do against God, who is me, lest he kill thee. Josias would not return, but prepared to fight against him, and hearkened not to the words of Nechao from the mouth of God, but went to fight in the field of Magedo. And there he was wounded by the archers, and he said to his servants, Carry me out of the battle, for I am grievously wounded. And they removed him from the chariot into another that followed him, after the manner of kings. And they carried him away to Jerusalem, and he died, and was buried in the monument of his fathers. And all Judah and Jerusalem mourned for him, particularly Jeremiah, whose lamentations for Josias and all the singing men and singing women repeat unto this day. And it became like a law in Israel. Behold, it is found, written in the Lamentations. Now the rest of the acts of Josias and of his mercies, according to what was commanded by the law of the Lord, and his works, first and last, are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. Then the people of the land took Jokaz, the son of Josias, and made him king instead of his father in Jerusalem. Jokaz was three and twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned three months in Jerusalem. And the king of Egypt came to Jerusalem and deposed him, and condemned the land in a hundred talents of silver and a talent of gold. And he made Eliakim, his brother, king in his stead, over Judah and Jerusalem. And he turned his name to Joachim. But he took Jokaz with him and carried him away into Egypt. Jochim was five and twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned eleven years in Jerusalem, and he did evil before the Lord his God. Against him came up Nebuchadnezzar, king of the Chaldeans, and led him bound in chains into Babylon. 
And he carried also together the vessels of the Lord and put them in his temple. But the rest of the acts of Joachim and his abominations which he wrought and the things that were found in him are contained in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. And Joachim, his son, reigned in his stead. Joachim was eight years old when he began to reign, and he reigned three months and ten days in Jerusalem, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord. And at the return of the year, King Nebuchadnezzar sent and brought him to Babylon, carrying away at the same time the most precious vessels of the house of the Lord. And he made Sedechus his uncle, king over Judah and Jerusalem. Sedechus was one and twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned eleven years in Jerusalem. And he did evil in the eyes of the Lord his God, and did not reverence the face of Jeremiah the prophet, speaking to him from the mouth of the Lord. He also revolted from King Nebuchadnezzar, who had made him swear by God, and he hardened his neck and his heart from returning to the Lord the God of Israel. Moreover, all the chief of the priests and the people wickedly transgressed, according to the abominations of the Gentiles, and they defiled the house of the Lord, which he had sanctified to himself in Jerusalem. And the Lord the God of their fathers sent them by the hand of his messengers, rising early and daily, admonishing them, because he spared his people and his dwelling place. But they mocked the messengers of God, and despised his words, and misused the prophets until the wrath of the Lord arose against his people, and there was no remedy. For he brought upon them the king of the Chaldeans, and he slew their young men with the sword of the house of his sanctuary. He had no compassion on the young man, or maiden, old man, or even him that stooped for age, but he delivered them all into his hands. And all the vessels of the house of the Lord, great and small, and the treasure of the temple, and of the king, and of the princes, he carried away to Babylon. And the enemy set fire to the house of God, and broke down the wall of Jerusalem, burnt all the towers, and whatsoever was precious they destroyed. Whatsoever escaped the sword was led into Babylon, and there served the king and his sons till the reign of the king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, and the land might keep her Sabbaths. For all the length of the desolation she kept a Sabbath, until seventy years were expired. But in the first year of Cyrus, king of the Persians, to fulfill the word of the Lord, which he had spoken by the mouth of Jeremiah, the Lord stirred up the heart of Cyrus, king of the Persians, who commanded it to be proclaimed throughout all his kingdom by writing also, saying, Thus saith Cyrus, king of the Persians, All the kingdoms of the earth hath the Lord the God of heaven given to me, and he hath charged me to build him a house in Jerusalem, which is in Judea. Who is there among you, you of all his people? The Lord his God be with him and let him go up. The Book of Job, Chapter 37 At this my heart trembleth, and is moved out of its place. Hear ye attentively the terror of his voice, and the sound that cometh out of his mouth. He beholdeth under all the heaven, and his light is upon the ends of the earth. After it a noise shall roar, he shall thunder with the voice of his majesty, and shall not be found out when his voice shall be heard. God shall thunder wonderfully with his voice, he that doeth great and unsearchable things. 
He commandeth the snow to go down upon the earth, and the winter rain, and the shower of his strength. He sealeth up the hand of all men, that every one may know his works. Then the beasts shall go into his covert, and shall abide in his den. Out of the inner parts shall a tempest come, and cold out of the north. When God bloweth, there cometh frost, and again the waters are poured out abundantly. Corn desireth clouds, and the clouds spread their light, which go round about whithersoever the will of him that governeth them shall lead them, to whatsoever he shall command them upon the face of the whole earth, whether in one tribe, or in his own land, or in what place soever of his mercy he shall command them to be found. Hearken to these things, Job. Stand and consider the wondrous works of God. Dost thou know when God commanded the rains to show his light of the cloud of his clouds? Knowest thou the great paths of the clouds and the perfect knowledges? Are not thy garments hot when the south wind blows upon the earth? Thou perhaps hast made the heavens with him, which are most strong as he as if they were of molten brass. Show us what we may say to him, for we are wrapped up in darkness. Who shall tell him the things I speak? Even if a man shall speak, he shall be swallowed up. But now they see not the light. The air on a sudden shall be thickened into clouds, and the wind shall pass and drive them away. Cold cometh out of the north, and to God praise and fear. We cannot find him worthily, he is great in strength and in judgment and in justice, and he is ineffable. Therefore men shall fear him, and all that seem to themselves to be wise shall not dare to behold him. The Acts of the Apostles, chapter 17, verses 16 to the end of the chapter. Now whilst Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was stirred within him, seeing the city wholly given to idolatry. He disputed, therefore, in the synagogue with the Jews, and with them that served God, and in the marketplace every day, with them that were there. And certain philosophers of the Epicureans and of the Stoics disputed with him, and some said, What is this that his word, this word sower would say? But, uh, but others he seemeth to be setter forth of new gods, because he preached to them Jesus and the resurrection. And taking him, they brought him to the Areopagus, saying, May we know what this new doctrine is which thou speakest of. For thou bringest in certain new things to our ears. We would know, therefore, what these things mean. Now all the Athenians and strangers that were there, employing themselves in nothing else, but either in telling or in hearing some new thing. But Paul, standing in the midst of the Areopagus, said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are too superstitious. For passing by and seeing your idols, I found an altar also on which was written, To the unknown God. What therefore you worship without knowing, that I preach to you, God who made the world and all things therein. He, being the Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither is he served with men's hands, as though he needed anything, seeing it is he who giveth to all life and breath and all things, 
and hath made of one all mankind to dwell upon the whole face of the earth, determining appointed times and the limits of their habitation, that they should seek God if happily they may feel after him or find him, although he be not far from every one of us. For in him we live and move and are. And as some also of your own poets said, for we are also his offspring. Being therefore the offspring of God, we must not suppose the divinity to be like unto gold or silver or stone, the graving of art, the device of man. And God indeed, having winked at the times of this ignorance, now declareth unto men that all should everywhere do penance, because he hath appointed a day wherein he will judge the world in equity by the man whom he hath appointed, giving faith to all by raising him up from the dead. And when they had heard of the resurrection of the dead, some indeed mocked, but others said, We will hear thee again concerning this matter. So Paul went out from among them, but certain men adhering to him did believe. Among them was also Dionysus the Areopagite, and a woman named Damaris, and others with them. The prayer of St. Bede the Venerable after reading the Holy Scriptures. Let me not, O Lord, be puffed up with worldly wisdom which passes away, but grant me that love which never abates, that I may not choose to know anything among men, but Jesus and him crucified. I beg thee, dear Jesus, that he upon whom thou hast graciously bestowed the sweet savour of the words of thy knowledge may also possess thee, font of all wisdom, and shine forever before thy countenance. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.